Hello. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Welcome to our new podcast. Do you like it? Does it look good? <laughs> How does it raining. look? Is, Is it raining? raining? It's not raining here, but it looks like it might. Hmm. I see my cat well, in some window wanting me to let him in. Like, I'm where the rain grows. I've found out. It grows it, it there. Starts it starts here and it gets to you guys, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Like, seriously, though, because it's, you know, I think this city I live in, Niagara Falls, Ontario, not the United States, doesn't get enough credit for its glory. It literally has one of the seven wonders of the world. And people are like, but crackheads live there. I'm like, crackheads live everywhere. So true. Like, the, the ex-mayor of Toronto was a crackhead. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> yeah it's actually a very real problem like there's a lot of like functioning people who have like lots of issues whether it's crack whether it's coke whether it's weed for me okay you know like we it's marijuana and marijuana i don't necessarily it's not i don't consider people who smoke weed drug users but i always knew that when weed became legal it was going to be an issue for me so yeah i quit smoking weed guys (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy, right? Like, he, like we've only talked about quit, me quitting smoking weed once on this podcast because I didn't want to talk about it. But you've you've quit smoking weed more than I have. <laughs> but but you don't have an addiction to it like I do. Like, uh, how I, do you know? Like, well, I don't um... know necessarily, but I know <laughs> most of my friends and like fa- like even family members who smoke often can like run out or go a few days without not this girl and i i always knew that even when i quit for um, five years i was yeah, like alicia yeah. you might not know me very well because <laughs> oh, i don't go very long without smoking pot okay <laughs> i but, but it, the, the thing is is i like to smoke pot like and i think it was the whole i was being too hard on myself about it because once i started using the spiritual intention with pot it really mm-hmm. changed it for me like i called in like it's cannabis right I actually did a workshop um not that long ago with at how to use cannabis in your spiritual practice and when I started like and that's it too it's like it's the power that we put towards things so the more that you're hard on yourself about it being a problem the more it's going to be a problem but if you're like no this is medicine for me this is plant medicine this helps me like for me indica helps me connect higher it helps open connection that connection a little bit more right and And for me creatively there is nothing like it but yeah addiction addiction runs in my family and mine too and i just um i think it's very common when i quit i was like I remember talking to, sitting around the table with my family and my uncle goes, this is how the conversation started. We still laugh about it. He goes, did you guys know? And we all are like leaning in because like, we're like, okay, what he's going to teach us something. Like we're literally leaning into this conversation around my mom's table. He goes, did you guys know? And my uncle's really good at telling stories too. Got it from my grandmother. And he goes, did you guys know there are like eight different kinds of marijuana? And we all burst out laughing. We're like, Uncle Doug, there's like a lot more than eight. Like, he's like, there's like, like, uh, like you know, the different kinds of weed. I can't even think of any right now. But like, oh my god, it was so funny. So, anyways, we started talking about this with my family, and I was not smoking at the time, and I was like, yeah, I think it's gonna become illegal. And for me, I can see that being an issue. Like, I worked at the liquor store. I know like what alcoholism looks like. It looks like you grab a Mickey in the morning and you just sneak it all day. So 
I was sneaking it. I was sneaking weed for sure. I always had a bong in my car. Uh, See, I don't. Okay. I don't go. I don't go. I don't go that far. Like, if I yeah. leave the house, I usually leave the weed here. Like, I don't. Like, the odd time, I'll bring a joint if I'm in the forest on a walk. But more than likely, like when I leave my house, I I leave it. Right. It was a major, major crutch for me. Like so much so that like um, last Christmas, I did not stay at my sister in law's house because I couldn't smoke weed there. Yeah. So that's uh, that's an issue. Yeah, like I can't say I, like I can't say that is the same for me, but I do really enjoy smoking weed. Like I do. It's part of me. It's part of the whole plant medicine. It's part of, you know, I. Yeah. And I have no judgment against that. I never would. It's just like, I knew for a long time I needed to, I needed to cut it out. And and maybe you're, what you're talking about is something that would work for me like down the line. Like, for change, right now, like I yeah. really want to have a baby and get pregnant, which is like, <laughs> which is awesome. So the healthier your body can be like, honestly, the better, yeah. like that's, yeah. uh, your body's your temple. And, and it's also like the more pure your body is like the pure, the soul you can bring into. That's been like a huge goal of that's mine. Nice. Like that's been why I've been doing a lot of the work I have been because I don't want my kids to have to heal from my trauma. I'm healing my trauma mm-hmm. now. Okay, like I just want to get right to the hairy, the hairy nary. Oh my the, god, the fuzzy wuzzy. Like it, it, like you, like blew my mind. When I don't even remember when you said that to me, but it, uh, it was last weekend. I think it was last weekend. It was I last. I think I finished. Honestly, <laughs> it took me like two days to read it, but it was like the first day when I was reading it. It was like I was so. Like, it made me fall asleep. It was like, I was, like, so energetic. And I'm like, oh, my God, this makes so much sense. And then it was like I hit a wall and I had to, like, nap and process everything I had just read. Yeah. Because it was like, holy shit. Maybe you're shit. dyslexic, too. <laughs> uh, well, dyslexic. <laughs> but if you actually read it so in there, like, dyslexia is not a bad thing because it protects us from the know, spell of the spelling. Right. I, so it's, I thought that oh, was so cool. Oh my God. Like, and it's just, so the, how this started is I've, I have a girlfriend who lives like maybe 20, 20 minutes away from me. And she has two boys, um, pretty much the same age as my nephews. And um, her husband's been working away for the last month. So like last weekend, I went over and did like a Thanksgiving with them and hung out with her and her kids. And they have like this dog that loves me. So it's when I show up, like the two (laughs) kids and the dog get so excited. (laughs) But I like love it. So like we we were playing hide and seek. And I noticed that the one boy, the youngest son had has two cowlicks. Right. Okay. So he has one on the right hat head and one on the left side of his head. And you know me, I'm like always trying to figure out the spiritual meaning of something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm just like standing there and I got this like light bulb in my head that like I need to like Google what is the spiritual meaning of calyx. And I found this article and it was kind of interesting because above and beyond that, like probably about a month ago, I had decided that like I'm gonna stop shaving because I'm pretty sure for like my entire adult life like I have constantly been shaving and if anyone knows me and my hairy ass yeah like I sported hairy legs to my sister-in-law's baby shower she didn't care 
but her sister I don't think she ever recovered from that oh yeah no I'm like totally (laughs) and I find like the more spiritual and I'm opening up to things the more that I'm questioning like six Mm -hmm. six months ago I cut off all the dye that has that was in my hair and I've literally Mm -hmm. just been like growing my hair out naturally so it's like the whole natural thing has really been a theme for me like I took all my piercings out yeah um and and just like like even with the Arbonne and like so it's all been about getting me back to the most natural state I can be in so I can actually like process what's going on around me and, and part of it has been like, mm-hmm. okay, like not shaving. And then when I came across this article and in it, it starts talking about like, think of why you've been shaving. Like why, why do you I shave? used to think I had to shave. For a man. And For a my man. My boyfriend is never here when we're recording. Yeah, I used to think. Right. And so like, I'm slightly embarrassed to say this, but um, I used to think you had to shave to have sex, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like what you don't. No. You don't. No. I mean, they, they do appreciate it because, like, society has taught them to appreciate it, but you don't need to do that. Yeah, no. And uh, so it, I just found it really funny that it basically talks about the whole conditioning behind it. And it all goes back to the male patriarchy, shaving to look like a little girl. Because, like, that's exactly what I said. Why am I shaving mm. to look like a little girl when I'm a fucking mm. woman? Yeah. Why am I doing that? And who's telling me that I need to do that? And any man that makes you want to do that has some sort of like attraction to little girls. And there's a lot of Mm. deeper conditioning that goes on above and beyond Mm. that. Right. Wow. There's deeper, deeper, deeper conditioning. And, and then it all comes back to the cowlick because. (laughs) Yes. I want to know more. Oh, right. Because it's, it's the cowlick, the double cowlick is the two souls combined. Like, you know how you talk about balancing your male and female energy it's the two combined. It's, it's the male and the feminine energy. Like they molded in that soul. And it's interesting because he's also a Taurus. So I can almost picture his like horns coming out of it. And Mm. she's also been told that her child's going to be like one of those children who changes the world. So I'm like, Oh, it was just so interesting. And you must get that feeling around him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He like, he like the kid loves me. I'm like, he's just such a little sweet. Like he's only five years old. Um, Mm -hmm. But you can see it. Right. And it's, it's really neat that he has a mother who is present, who noticed these things Mm -hmm. and can nurture him to do it. Right. Like she didn't send her kids back to school. She's one of the only, moms I know Mm. who's doing homeschooling and she's becoming actually incredibly frustrated in the system because I think she's starting to see the cracks by doing the homeschooling and a lot of people are just sending their kids to school a lot of people are just sending their kids to school because it's glorified babysitting and they don't have to deal with their kids I had no idea it was in the curriculum and a few years ago I won't say like which customer if we were off air I would but one of my customers who's very smart um and immigrated to canada a long time ago and keeps in touch with what's going on in the world he was telling me what was going on in the curriculum and i was in such disbelief this was when Catherine Wynne was still in power in ontario and and i was supporting supportive of her because I mean, it's a long story it's very political but i was supportive of her because she got she wasn't elected in she was put in so i said you know people can't hate on her it was the guy before her who screwed everything up but anyways she she's a lesbian and she made a lot of changes to the curriculum and I was in total disbelief, didn't believe my, my client, my customer, and he's telling me all this stuff, but like they were teaching kids in school. You don't call your parents, mom and dad. 
You call them parent one and parent two. What? Yeah. And and his daughter was like six, I think. And she, he said she was born late in the year. So he especially didn't like her like learning stuff too soon. He just wanted to keep her young. And she was six years old learning about like anal sex, blowjobs, genitals in school. Um, I don't actually necessarily agree with um, like disagree with that because well I don't disagree well maybe the fact that school's teaching it because I think parents should be teaching that like it, it, it kind of goes back to like the good touch bad touch like I think we yes, need to be aware of these things and like kids are actually like they, they like I've seen it I was sexually assaulted as a child like kids are curious so was I. you know what I mean but I don't think that that is the um I don't think that is the goal behind like like the no, curriculum. That I think the goal he was pointing sorry, he was pointing out to me that yeah. the goal behind the curriculum he believed was to tear apart the family unit. That's common. People everyone says that, but the more he explained it to me, I was like, holy Well that heck. kinda makes like, like that kind of makes sense, but like I don't, I don't disagree with it being taught, but it just it needs to be taught in the right way, and I don't think it's taught in the right yeah. the right way, and it, and people either want to be ignorant to it and not teach it, or it's a little bit overdone, yeah. you know. True. Because I, you know, um, sorry, sorry, no, you go ahead. No, 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 because I'm gonna move on to a different thing, kind of the same though. <laughs> oh no, it's all good. Like I was just gonna sit. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's like we can't we can't like there is so much I think that happens to kids that like if we were teaching them like to be aware like we could prevent it right and and I think it's there's not not enough prevention going on it's more like oh well that happened to me too it's the whole well me too like okay so me too but what are we going to do to change it yeah. Right? Are we going to protect yeah. our kids or we're going to allow like, it not to happen mine. to them and then be like, oh, well, it happened to me too? Like, mm-hmm. no, we need to stop playing that victim and we need to become the preventer. Yeah. Right? Because that's the only way we're going to change this. Like, that's how I truly believe. Which is why I want to homeschool my kids and I want to be present in their lives because I don't want, because I don't know how else to prevent that from happening. Like, and I know that seems like helicopter parenting, but if that's what it takes, then I guess that's what it's going to take. I don't know. Well, I can't trust I, I think you gotta, you gotta really instill that <laughs> trust in your kid, right? Like you really have to have that open mm-hmm. line of communication. You really have to make them trust you. So when they want to tell you something, don't tell them, no, don't be like, no, not now. Like you get down on the floor and you listen to mm-hmm. them because the more that they know mm-hmm. that they can trust you, the more that they'll open up to you when something happens or when something yeah. is is going to, because I know for me, like I shut down, I shut down and it took me years to even realize what had happened to me because I did it. Like I just, again, I thought it happened to everybody. And because I suppressed those memories, I have no idea why I didn't tell my parents. I don't know. Like I barely remember. I know why I didn't. (laughs) I know why I didn't because my household was such a fucking, craziness anyways and I was the youngest of four and nothing I said ever mattered anyway so why would I say Mm. something when I'd already learned that saying something didn't matter right and this happens so commonly with kids right here's something that's a hard truth um but it has it's been really um 
like, I don't know what the word is. For my younger brother, becoming a parent, he's earned a respect he never got from my mom. And she even realizes that. So she knows she's not perfect. And I love her to death. She's helped me so much these last few weeks. Um, but but that's not quite right. But it is really, like, a good feeling for him to get that respect. Yeah. That he never got because he's the youngest. I think the thing is, is, like, we can't look back like we can only go forward right so we'll always be someone will always try like it's actually I think I actually sent you a post about this about Mm -hmm. like like how you you need to hang out with people who fit your future not your history or yes you did send me you know like yeah so and then this is a good one I found too. Like no tree, it is said, can grow to heaven unless its roots reach down to hell. Dude, I'm with, okay. So my neighbors have this huge tree on their front lawn. <laughs> and as I was showering this morning, I was thinking like, because my brother worked a lot with trees with this really awesome landscaper in Caledon. I should actually like, um, connect you with him since you're a landscaper. I never considered that. Like he's super cool guy, but he's probably retiring soon. I'm going to connect you with him. Um, I forget his name. I'll have to look it up. But, um, but he, my brother learned a lot about trees and plants through him before he started in his union trade job. Like this is in his twenties and every tree, I'm sure you know this. And a lot of people might know this, but not a lot of people don't. Every tree as high as it grows up in the air it grows that far down into the ground. Yep. Like its its roots are as big as it's as it's the top of the tree. And that's so cool. So I'm looking at this huge tree right now in mm-hmm. my window. And all I can think is is that goes right down to the ground. Like what's down there? Anyway. I don't even know. Like that's not relevant. It's just Well, cool. so p- when I meditate and I do grounding meditations, like I I actually like imagine like roots coming out of my feet and like And then it'll sound like it's like how far and like depending on where I am, like sometimes I like envision my roots like going further than cream or like further. That's cool. But it's like it's a super good way of grounding yourself because like think of a tree has roots. Well, you do. And then after I do the roots, I'll like call up into the heaven and like open up like a vortex like going up as well. Right. Grounding has always been like something that I've done on like a daily basis. Cause if I go into, I don't do this anymore. I'm not working anymore. But when I used to go into a factory, there are like insane magnetic. Yeah. There. Like insanity. You could almost like see them. Right. So when I leave, I'll make sure to like touch a tree or take my shoes off. Or if I'm living in a condo building, at the time and then like going into these factories where there's crazy magnetic fields like grounding is like always been part of what I do because otherwise like I don't think I could stay sane well (laughs) until I learned how to ground I was so fucked up like I worked at a computer lab uh I think maybe about 10 years ago and I remember like it was the one in Orangeville um Yeah. And I was paying like the medical claims. And I remember within like a year, I was having like contractions in my stomach because I was so energetically sensitive to what was going on. And then I was also going to a chiropractor at the time. And I remember, have you ever heard of those like magnetic mats? It was going on one of those two while I was working and the combination of those two really were fucking me up and I did not realize it. Until I got out of there. 
<laughs> but it's like Whoa. now it's it's so crazy now though that like I've opened up and I'm like so conscious and aware of what's going on how so much of my life and like what's gone on like I've realized it's because I've been so energetically sensitive and I had no fucking idea it's like everything mm-hmm. this is gonna sound like hilarious like the visual but as far as grounding like I'm on the surface level but it's just something like you're obviously into it on a deeper level and I I I need I would like to learn more about it, but I mean, like, just on the surface level, it's just been something as far as energy that I knew I had to do. See, that's really good, though, considering the job that you've been doing. That's just something that you've had this feeling that you just do. That's awesome. I never, and I never talked to anyone about it. Like, it wasn't like I was, like, going into the office and be like, hey, did you all ground yourself? Did you go touch a rock? (laughs) I never told anyone. Did you go touch that tree (laughs) or did you touch a rock? But you actually kind of start to realize, like, you see it in other people, too. And if people don't realize how sensitive they are, like, you know, it's crazy to to take a step back and, like, look at the huge picture instead of just it up close. Well, yeah, I, I was going through like, um, before, like after our last recording, it was like 37 minutes. I thought I'd already like lost my mind, but it turns out I was still in the middle of it. And, and I think it's because I kind of lost sight of like, what's my purpose in this whole design. That happened to me a couple weeks Um, ago too. So you're like, it's, you're not the only one that it happens to. Like, it's very common Like, Mm -hmm. I constantly question what's my purpose, and I might not even know where the end goal is, but I know that I have all these little things that are going to add up to it. Yeah, I'm feeling, like, I guess um, it was so easy working in, like, a a salary job where, like, oh, okay, well, I had a goal, I was going to make this much money, and now I make this much money, so I feel good about myself, but I'm, like, I'm trying to find like more purpose beyond money now but then I find I have a lot of people who have always like expected that for me in some kind of way like to make money and so when I have them asking me like what are you doing to make money and what are you going to do to make money it's like so much pressure on me that it makes me feel like I don't have a purpose yeah but see this this is the problem it's too many people equate, equate money with purpose and I'm what I what my purpose is now. I've decided, and like I, it's even hard being in a relationship because I know my boyfriend understands this, but it's hard to break out of the mold, right? So like we both have this mindset that we need to make money, but at the same time I'm like pulling back and being like I'm not going to be a slave anymore. I will not be a slave. And I'm sorry, but that's the world we live in. It's like everyone is a slave. So here I am expecting him now, which is. To go be a slave. I literally am expecting him to be, like, the man. And that is also... I don't know what you're doing in the background, but it's, like, really noisy. I'm, I'm going to smoke along. I was, like, trying not to, like, fan, maybe. Because <laughs> you just said you're okay. not smoking weed. But... No, no, no. Make all the noise you want. It, it honestly doesn't bother me. I have weed here. I could smoke if I wanted to. No, that's good. Smoke. I'm not encouraging you um, to. <laughs> But, but so, see, I'm trying to break away from this idea, like, I'm not going to be a slave. But then I hate the idea of, like, oh, men are more powerful than women. But at the same time, I'm like, well, it is what it is. Let's just, like, use the mold that we're given. So I have this expectation now of, like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home wife. 
but I don't like that either because that's a that's a slave life. So yeah, I'm really I'm not like I don't have everything figured out. That's for sure. But that's where my mind is at right now. It's so confusing <laughs> because I I'm literally like I'm, I have to like do a 180. Maybe to like bring myself up or something because this is the opposite mindset that I was. <laughs> You're like complete. Yeah, opposite. isn't it crazy how things can change and so quickly? <laughs> My whole purpose in life has always been to not be dependent on a man. That's it. It's like all I've ever worked towards. But, but Alicia, you, you you can still be a mom <laughs> and like have things, right? Like. Like, why is it just a stay-at-home mom? Like, why can't you craft? Why can't you have an online business? Why can't you still... Why is that just yeah, your identity as mom? And really deep down, I was, like, covering up a real need that I have, which is I want to have, like, another half. Like, someone that I can depend on. Someone I can trust. Someone who I know is going to be there. And, like, I always said I didn't want that. Like, even literally when I met him, I would... I was like, I don't want a boyfriend. He's like, well, then why the hell are we out on a date? Like, why are we here? I don't like, you know, I just never wanted a partner. And I didn't think I wanted that. But really, So it's funny that you're talking about this, because actually, this is something that has just come up to me recently is like, like, I think Mm -hmm. I'm finally ready to start putting myself out there again. Um, And it's funny, because like, I actually had a tarot reading done for me, like somebody else read tarot for me. (laughs) I'm just everything that came back. That's very trusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just, but it's somebody I don't know. So like, I actually like I did pay I did pay her. Because like, I'm part of like, a group that monthly we do like new moon calls, full moon calls. And then during the month, like, we may sometimes have like a teaching or somebody come in and like this girl came in and like, I just really got a good vibe from her. So I decided to book a reading with her and just everything that she said was just like, so on point. And I just, I know how to open myself up to connect with her, whether I'm there or not. So <laughs> it was really interesting. And um, like, essentially I don't know where I'm going, but like she did say the same thing. It's like mentally, it's like I've done a lot of work on myself over the last six months. You know, I've really broken away. I've really broken away from who I was and where I was. Mm -hmm. And and she says, like, my Mm -hmm. goals aren't any different than anyone else's, like to have a family and to support my family. But I think the way that I'm going to get there, I think she said, is like, is the difference right it's like my discipline my drive my creativity like that's what will set me apart and the person who's gonna do that with you has to be aligned yeah exactly so then that's why it's like I'm toy like but then it's like isn't it well she even said it's either my relationship with me or with someone else but like I have said to one of my friends I'm like I'm really I think I'm ready but it's like I'm 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 not gonna settle right so I know what I'm looking yeah, for now. Yeah. I know what I want. I've been through enough experiences and enough relationships and learning that, like, I don't know. I'm pretty. Oh, God, I had to kiss yeah. I remember my last, my first, my first industry job, like, really shaped yeah. me a lot yeah. in Barry. The company I worked for was a small business. And I remember at the last Christmas party I went to, my boss, who was military guy and he's just one of the best bosses I ever had 
he said to me, he was like, so drunk. We were all so drunk at this party. It was really fun though. And we never got, we never had Christmas parties because the economy wasn't good back then. Anyway, so we had a Christmas party and he's drunk and he was like, why don't you have a boyfriend? Like you're a nice girl and you have a good job and like you're smart and you're good, like you're pretty. Like, why don't you have a boyfriend? And I was like, I'm not going to settle. And he was like, good fucking answer. Cheers to well, that. Yeah. <laughs> and I never did have a boyfriend ever. Like, after, even after that. Like, maybe I had a guy that I would go to the movies with sometimes. But yeah. Like, I, I think mine, like, it's funny because I've also looked at my pattern, too. And, like, a lot of my exes I've met when I was drunk. Right? And, like, I'm not drinking. I'm not really drinking at all mm-hmm. anymore. So I think that really changes things. Like I have no desire to drink. Like I, yeah. it's kind of, and, and to look back at the last 10 years is everyone knew me as a party girl. Like I was a party girl. I have so many pictures of me just wasted. I bet a lot of people do think of you that I don't, I, I don't think of you as that. And you probably, I'm guessing, don't think of me as that, but a lot of people would think yeah. of you too. When truthfully, I haven't drank for like Oh, no. I, I can say for sure, Often. like, I definitely had a drinking problem. But, like, that was what I grew up knowing. My dad's an alcoholic. Alcohol is very huge in my family. Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, long-standing, really not good thing. So, for me to be pu- – and well, everywhere. Like, like, I'm so it's like well, culture. Like, I, it actually disgusts me when I go for walks and I see all these beer cans and like it's like I was just out here the day before and there was none. And like clearly people are driving around drunk. Clearly people are just like not really giving a shit. Yeah. And like that's what's sad is like how we mask ourselves our problems so much with alcohol. And I really was just masking so much pain for it years, is. and it was the only way I knew knew how to deal with it. Like, how familiar does this conversation sound? I took my dog. I go in this little, it's kind of like um, government housing in this little circle across the road from me. But I like to take my dog there because it feels like safe yep. when I'm at nighttime. So I'm walking there Saturday night, I think, or Friday night. And I hear these young people come out the front of the house. And the guy goes, You've, you're only on your second drink? You know, that's such a common thing for alcohol, like for drunks to say, for people at home, like pressuring people to drink more like it's so common and well it's not just it's not just that like wait until we come up to christmas and you'll start hearing ads all the time about drinking right it's not until you step Hmm. away from it do you actually realize how bad it is like oh yeah let's go out like people go out and have a drink like it's people come home and have a drink they the girls and their wine and yeah. men and their beer. It's like, it's not, it's yeah. not healthy for us. Like, you know, that's something that we always kind of laugh about in our relationship. We never have like, like I've never, I don't think ever one time on my birthday, I went to the liquor store with, with, with my partner, but like we just, uh, yeah. Well, you, you, you know? know how much anxiety <laughs> is related to drinking? Like, do you know how many people have anxiety, but every weekend they're getting wasted. Like they're living for the weekend. Or they have to be. Yeah. To on top of that too. What's up well, with that? I think that's why <laughs> I've been so in control of myself because I realize like how I let my inhibitions go out the window when I get drunk too. And I like, I like mm, being in yeah. control, you know? I love being in control of myself yeah. now. And, and, and I hate, like, so one thing my family always brings up is, like, oh, like, 
because alcohol, they like to drink. Well, you smoke so much weed. And it's like, yeah, but I don't ever get into fights or like, you know, I don't wake up the next day hungover. Like I I hate the comparison between weed and alcohol. It bothers me so much because they are two completely different things. I could sit there and smoke a bag, like a $40 bag of weed all fucking day and wake up the next day and fine. You drink a $40 thing of alcohol, you are fucking blackout drunk, Mm -hmm. puking your guts out. So like, come on, please tell me. And your liver needs oh, time for to some people, or and then like pe- people have all this anxiety, <laughs> and you wonder where, like again, you wonder where it comes from. Start treating, start treating yourself mm. better. Oh my gosh, that that's for me is the hangover. I don't oh think God. I get hungover. I get anxiety. My hangovers, my hangovers last like three days, and not only do I feel anxious but I also get kind of depressed like I feel so like unworthy about myself like I don't feel good about myself it's like I lose that control of like loving myself really and I and I don't like that I I still get anxiety and when I when I have my episodes I'll call them like when I'm puking and I have anxiety it feels exactly like being hungover to me and and that made me realize like am I hungover when I'm drinking or are you purging because it kind of seems like I just have like I just have anxiety because it's the same it's a headache I get a headache like I'm hungover when I have anxiety I start puking like I'm hungover and anyone who's seen me hungover I will puke all day long which is like kind of not that common I guess I don't know it is for me but I'm the exact same when I have anxiety I call it the 24-hour flu <gasps> is this my package here I think I hope it's been stuck in the United States oh, for snap. 11 days. Yeah. And once it, once it arrives, it's going to go on our, our Hobby Lobby Trading Post.com website. I just need to see the quality. Yes. First, you know? I just have. Yeah. No, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it is crazy just to think about how much is connected to that. Oh, okay. So let's go from something that's like kind of depressing to something absolutely hilarious. I read on Facebook this morning because I'm back on Facebook because I deleted 300 Wait a- profiles. I'm not calling them people because it's not the people I was getting rid of. Yeah, was, like, I, well, I told you like a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I deleted over 300 people myself, so. Oh, I didn't really. Yeah, mine was like 340 number. maybe. Yeah. I think mine was just. I think mine was around. Three, I just had, like, again, it was too much static. I need to get rid of that static. So I can see. Yeah, it was people that when I went past their name, the thoughts that came in my head weren't good thoughts. So it's like, okay, just trust your intuition, right? It's freaking Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So back on Facebook. Oh, yeah. One of the things I saw this morning, and like, I think you'll have some good ones. It was like, name the weirdest, I don't know if it's weirdest, wildest object you ever threw at one of your siblings. (laughs) Oh, my God. I died. Like. Oh my gosh, I think it's hilarious. I don't know I was if like, it's funny, but to like, like think back to that. I'm like, oh my god, that just reminds me of just all the dysfunction. Like, I don't even want to. I don't even want to think oh, about sorry. that because, like, I remember my brother throwing sorry. knives For at me. me okay, me. like, so that's that's oh, what that reminds okay. me of. Like, hiding in the bathroom because my brother is chasing me with knives. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, ours were like funny things, like like a reindeer gingerbread that was like so stale. 
I will never forget, like, it left, like, the tiniest little bruise on my brother's head, my older brother, but it was, like, close to his temple, and he was, like, you could have killed, like, my, my younger brother, he was, like, you could have killed me, and we took him so seriously, like, every word that came out of his mouth, he took as, like, the Bible, so we were, like, oh, my God, we almost killed him with her reindeer, <laughs> sorry, I think it's funny, and then another time, Luke, Luke threw, um, oh, I shouldn't say names, sorry, Luke, he <laughs> Because he wants to know if <laughs> you're talking a, about him. A toothpaste jar. No, I think, I don't know. Like, he, he, I think he listens because <laughs> he cares. I really do. I really Your do. brothers. I've always got along with your brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, oh God, I love him. It was his birthday on the weekend. He's, you know, just likes a character. Sometimes but it's funny because he's quiet. also <laughs> always been super supportive of everything I do, too. It's just, like, one of those people that in the background like I remember when I opened my store like he was like sharing stuff about it and I was like oh and he's just like you know I know this girl and she's super creative and anything she does would be and I was like oh thanks Luke like (laughs) you know it's kind of nice sometimes Mm -hmm. like how you have like that silent support that you wouldn't even like realize you have Mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah so when I few months ago, I was like, I'm fucking done with Facebook. This girl reached out to me who I used to, like, play baseball with her ex-boyfriend. Like, I don't <laughs> even know her that well. But she's into Reiki. What do you know? And she was like, hey, I I really, like, admire you. Da-da-da-da. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, I don't think. Like, it just, I don't know, it warms your heart to find out there's people out there that – yeah I think that's it it's it's crazy how like perfect strangers kind of like support you more than like the real people you know (laughs) yeah yeah oh man yeah she's she's great and of course she's into Reiki too there's so many people I know that are into Reiki but I have to be honest some of them (laughs) I don't trust them I don't know I don't know why I just said that but like I'm just saying it and maybe they were like part of I quit Arbon. Let's just say I quit Arbon. Well, were, were these people <laughs> in and Arbon not- and doing Reiki? Okay, got it. Yeah. That says it all to me. Yeah, so... I get it. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I, qu- I I still don't have a problem with the network marketing business model. No issue. But I've decided I'm no longer going to fake it to make it I'm not doing that anymore. I could never do that. That's why I haven't done it. That's why I was like, I just, I'm not. Well, I never sold any Arbonne. Alicia, I haven't had sold any Arbonne in the last two years. (laughs) I did my host parties and I sold a bit, but like I still have products from two years ago. I'm trying to use that. Oh, and the thing is, is like, I actually love, Every product I've ever used, most of the products I've ever used, I loved them. Um, they're too expensive, though. That's the truth. They're too expensive. And knowing what the... So when you... I'm just going to give away the dirty secrets. When you spend, like, $250, you get to buy $150 worth of stuff for $35. So when you see the prices beside those items, that's what the people... So you know what kind of, products. you know... Like, that's kind of the reason why I got turned off because when I joined or Arbon, it was like, buy $2,000 worth of stuff and, like, not 
And I did too, which I when did. I, I wish I hadn't have done that because your first host party, you could have gotten a whole bunch of those products for cheaper, oh right? So it, it really, but you exactly. know what? And, and I no really wasn't in a position anything. to, like, I feel like I kind of got preyed on a little bit, but that's okay. It's okay. I was in a weak Same. point in my life Same. and I needed, it did teach me a lot. So I will not deny that. It taught me a lot about what I was putting Same. in it on my body. And it really like opened me up to be aware of that. And it's really helped me make changes and decisions in my life that are best suited. And it's just not in alignment with where I'm at anymore. Right. It's like, as I've grown and I've changed, um, so nothing, yeah. nothing bad to it. Like, but I'm never yeah. going to say nothing bad the network to it. business model. Never. I, I totally believe in it. Um, I believe that you <laughs> can yeah. do it without <laughs> having that stress, right? I believe you can do the exact same thing yeah, without having the stress and without, like, like, I don't like, it's like if somebody says no, you kind of, like, isn't it all about, like, getting to know that person for them, like, not just the product, not just to sell the product. And I feel like so, I feel like so commonly That's it's like, the oh, I they'll like, like yeah. meet you, talk to you, make them seem they're interested for the first like bit and then on to the next person. And, and you all of a sudden just don't matter anymore. Exactly. Their... So I signed up one person and I legitimately wanted a friendship with her. But as, like, a side, I was like, hey, like, you're a stay-at-home mom. You want extra money. Like, you're going to the gym. You're doing this. You're doing that. You, I might as well sign you up for this. So it felt natural. But her boyfriend at the time, ex-boyfriend now, was in her ear saying, like, she's only doing this to make money. She doesn't actually want to be your friend. And she believed it because a lot of the times in these scenarios, that's true. And it wasn't in my case. So it kind of felt like. Like that didn't allow well, me to. Yeah, I think that's the her. only downside like of all these network marketing businesses is like you're not building like real relationships with people. It's all based on selling a product, yeah. right? And that's what I. It, yeah, and I know they have but it's all at the end of the day, know, it's like, all about making like, money. I know they it's have all about intentions. getting to that next level. So, is the intention exactly. really the right? Like for me, the intention doesn't it, it doesn't align with me. So the way that I have always spoken to my clients is much different than the way my mom speaks to her clients. And that's because my mom is helping people with the biggest decision probably like financially they'll ever make, which is buying a house. I was helping people make money for a business, not for themselves. So for me to talk to them in a tough, rough way, to point out their mistakes and to put them in their place would help me make money. If my mom were to do that to people when they're trying to buy a house, they will not trust her, right? Because it's a completely different financial decision. But I never felt guilt in taking money from a business. I couldn't take money from people when it came to the network marketing thing. I just felt like this huge guilt about taking their money. So yeah, it's just a different, it's a different relationship. I felt like I could be really more genuine in my corporate job. Well, I think for the end of the day, like my whole is like being authentic and living in your truth and like your truth, like apart from anything else. 
Yeah, that's why I'm not going back to that. Like, as much as I find it interesting and fascinating, what I was doing in my career, I'm not, it's not me, and I never chose it for me. I chose it to make money, and <laughs> cool, learn that, it's, fun, cool, done. Hey, at least you learned the lesson, cool. right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, um, you, you could have, like, I think, again, because you're so energetically sensitive, too, it, like, you couldn't keep doing something that wasn't bringing you happiness, right? Like, I think we get, like, I think we're also very lucky right now to be living in a world where we can do what makes us happy. I was struggling with the ethics of what I was doing that I called my uncle who has dementia and like tried to ask him for advice on like, how, how did you, how did you build your career on ethically immoral? Like, I'm like, who does that to somebody? Like, it wasn't really what I did. Like, oh, you built your career on ethically, uh, like, unmoral decisions. How, how can I do the same thing and sleep at night? Like, it, I know it just Because I think may- maybe they could separate it a lot anyway. more back then. Like, maybe they could really separate their feelings and their jobs. But I think, like, we, we are, like, we used to yeah. suppress emotions, right? Like, we used to, like, if you look at society, it's like, again, this is why we are here now in this time. Because we can be emotional. We can, we can call ourselves a witch. We can be transgender. We can be, we can be fucking anything we want to mm-hmm. be now. Which 50 years ago, you couldn't be. 100 years, you couldn't yeah. be. Yeah. Which is why this is a revolution and not a pandemic, in my opinion. But um, I wanted to say this too. Like, I was speaking to someone the other day about their work process. Like, when I, when I say that what I did was unethical, I, th- I just want to say why I felt it was unethical. So, like, I was talking to someone the other day about some processes that they do at work. And it was, like, a 20-step process that they felt could be a one-step process. And that's why I listened to them explain it. And I get it because it's literally what my job was to listen to people explain these things and then tell them how to do it better. So I was like, yeah, okay, well, if you, if you do it the better way, how many people are going to lose their job? And there's an answer. Like people will lose their job if you do things more efficiently. And, and that's what my job was. And, and that's what I struggle with at the end of the day was like, I, in order to, get to the top, I have to step on the shoulders of other people and, and, and push them down to get me up. And, and someone has to do it. Yeah. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. Like, well, does somebody have to do this or is this is just the economy? This is the economy that we've built that people have to do this. (laughs) No, I really believe someone has to do this because I believe in the industrial revolution that's happening right now because it's going to free people from slavery. But people don't want to be freed from slavery. Well, they this is it. Is so many people them, are right? slaves to what they're being told, anyways, right now. So we are living in modern day slavery. Yeah, and I. So I always believed in what I was doing because I I've worked like over forty jobs, and so I've worked in many factories. I've done repetitive jobs. I've done jobs I hate, and I've done them well because I want to make money and I want to do my job right. But. So I understand the passion behind a line worker in a factory. I get why they're doing it. They have a family. But see, they believe in the product. Okay, but see, then I think this kind of goes back down to though, like that person who works in that factory probably doesn't really have any hobbies, doesn't have any creative venture that they do on the side. It's like that's all they know is to go to produce (laughs) and to to come back to get that paycheck, right? So if yeah, yeah. 
which is why yeah, I had so, no issue eliminating jobs. Like I didn't struggle with it until it became really real. But it's kind of interesting. But this, you know what? There is no tons jobs of jobs. Left. People just need to start <laughs> making them. People need to start thinking outside Art. of the box. Like there's so many yes. things available for yes. us to do. But this is the thing is like, we used to have hunters. We used to have farmers. People don't want to do the farming. People don't want to do hunting. People don't want to do any of that stuff. But I think we're coming yeah. into a time where like, isn't it kind of nice that we can find our passion? Like, uh, like you, you'd like to think like, I would like, yes. I, I would think people would be happy. Like, okay. So you it. shut down a factory because they have like AI doing all this. Like that gives like 50 people to go find what they truly really love to do. But I think. I know. So rather than be that person to eliminate those jobs now, I feel like my purpose is to show Yeah, like finding, like, like that's what I'm trying to do. Like. It's totally what I'm trying to do. Like, look, look, look at it. Look yeah. at it. Look at how That's why we're my life has changed. <laughs> I got into the corporate world. I've been, and I think, so I wanted to say something when you were talking about money is like, why it's like, we so equate things with money. Like, I don't even say like money. I say abundance now, right? I don't even talk about like, I deserve abundance mm. and wealth, right? I'm so glad to hear that. Because I look, yeah. okay, so I'm like reaching yeah. out to people on Twitter for us, but like you're so busy with your stuff that I kind of <laughs> just like do these things, but I sign your name on the bottom and I sign, let me check exactly. Like, I don't even know if you, I think, like, I think I sent it to you like three times. It was like, please just approve I this read it. I can't send it out to people unless you approve it. So I know, I think you, I think you did read it initially, but it says, at the end, love, peace, and all things abundantly. And I didn't You're know right, it does. aligned with you or not. 100% I it I, figured, does. I, I, I mean, I could assume it did, but I, need, I wanted to know for sure. Yeah, because I think, so I think like, you once you kind of get into the flow, like, <sighs> it's not about having money. Like, it's, it's about having enough to take care of what you need, right? And, like, the universe will provide. Well, it, but... But, and maybe a little Well, extra. that's the whole thing, too. It's so like if you're away. giving, like it's giving and receiving. World, life is about giving and receiving, right? So if you're giving with the expectation of receiving, you won't get anything in return. But if you give with no expectation, mm -hmm. the world will literally provide more than it is necessary. Because when I kicked mm -hmm. my ex out three years ago, when I kicked Trevor out three years ago, do you think I had any fucking idea that like I would now be in a place where I'm fully supporting myself. And like, do you, do you think I had, and I was no. scared. No, fucking I remember. I had no idea. I had no idea how it I was going to pay chills. my bills. I had I no idea that's... how, cause like I wasn't working. I was on EI at the yeah. time. I had just decided I wasn't going back to my work. Oh and my then God. Brett passed I'm away chills. after all that. Like, and, and you know what? It's like, since I put my faith in the universe, like I have been provided for and I, and I've had everything I need. Maybe oh I've been gosh. a little bit scared, but every month the, the, the money's there for rent, the money's there for my bills, like everything is covered. And sometimes I don't yeah. even know, but then I'll have this job come up. And it's really crazy because it's like one week, like last weekend, I, I think it was like two weekends ago, I went on this like buying spree because I finally organized my house. Yes, we talked about it. I, I went was, on like, this screaming like, buying spree, exactly and then like at the end of the weekend, I ended up like even like so it was pretty much like my 
life and my team was just saying like, yes, keep following. Yeah. Cause I was buying things for me to create. And yeah. it's like, again, you'll be provided for like, you, you know? Yeah. That's a, that was hilarious when I listened back because I, you were like, I bought stuff. And I was like, Oh my God, you never buy yourself stuff. And when you do, it's always the best stuff. What did you buy? <laughs> and I was so excited. And then you're like, craft supplies. So, so like, oh, really not, okay, really not really anything is. for me, but. <laughs> you, that's what you do. <laughs> it is me. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, then I, I hadn't been on Snapchat in weeks. Thanks for still sending me stuff. And please still send me stuff. Because I am going back on here and there. Because I'm, I'm warming up to social media again. I'm, I'm fixing my relationship with it. So, <laughs> I saw your, oh my, how fun. Was your, like, okay, 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 sorry. Sorry to our listeners. Let me get my thoughts in order here. So what what your house looked like, first of all, I've never really seen a tour of your house. It's super gorgeous. Love it. And <laughs> you had little craft stations set up everywhere. But that was for you. That wasn't, like, for people to come to your house and do crafts everywhere. You set up little stations for you to be able to, like, no. mix it up, right? So, so the but, funny like, thing is, is that is all one. one craft. Oh, okay. okay. That's what but it looked like. <laughs> so much kind of goes into, like... What? what I'm making like I have my dried flower section and then I have like the things that go in there and then I have my butterflies so it's like I literally have to piece it together and if and any of that mm. is not organized then it's like I'm going every which way so like I have my feathers one way I have my dried flowers I have my ornament stuff oh. I have like literally I have like so that was all going into making one thing because then I come over and I choose the flowers and then I sit down at the oh, table like See, I need more big station so sense. I can keep all of it separate so then I can bring it all together gotcha I would be well the one you know what like sometimes sometimes that is yeah, me but I think the more, so the more that I've gotten organized and the more that I've really combined everything like the more like I have like this like I don't know how to explain it but I'm so organized I know where everything is I was just gonna say dear listeners like dear listeners <laughs> Allie has so many craft supplies it's insane but they are also so I have like organized a bin, it's insane uh like <laughs> like like I have bins on buckets. a shelf and like one bit two bins are for dream catchers one bins clay two bins are paint one bins glue three bins are like pack like one bins packing supplies one bins glass one bins miscellaneous the rest are like shadow boxes I have tie-dye in one then I have a shelf full of like my bugs, mm. my jars, Ooh. my glasses. Yeah, and then and then <gasps> oh my God, all my like I have beads. I, I have like a whole bunch of beads. Cool. I have a whole bunch of jewelry making supplies. I've got a whole thing of feathers and then I have like a whole thing of paint. So I'm just crafty crafterson, you know. And I wasn't really always I, I love this that. has I been like literally a two year process of shedding and letting shit go and reorganizing and I don't know like it's like I'm I'm constantly changing to mold who I'm becoming yeah I'm like uh, I'm excited for you because um 
I didn't know, like you told us that you bought the supplies, but the fact that you spent the money and then it came right back. It's an amazing sign. Like I was like, what? And not just that, it was like people who I was talking to about this stuff, like want to offer me more stuff. They're like, oh, like, and then like the one lady was so cute. She added like pictures of more stuff in the bag. And like (laughs) the other lady was like, she said to me, like, I have to go to Alora and pick some stuff up from her. I just haven't made it down that way because I love Alora, but she had what I, what I want. So, um, I'm supposed to make a trip there. And then she's like, when you come, you should come in and have some tea. And she's like, I love to talk to you about selling like some of my grandma's stuff. Like I just haven't let go of it, but it's like, she was sending me pictures of her artwork. So it's like, I'm finding again, the more that I'm really leaning into my artwork, Allie, she made these our website I, too. Oh, actually, I she made these cool Pitch little it. like clocks out of so she used old no sorry she used old clocks Ooh. and watches and watch parts and she makes these like trees like these pictures of trees they were really beautiful but I love seeing I love seeing other people's artwork like, I love that Me too. Oh, I'm having so much fun on Twitter. Like, it's insane how much people are selling on there. But See, like, I'm, I'm just focusing on I feel on like Twitter if I got way one, too because of our caught guests. up, like, if I'm cool. on social media, like, I get drawn way too far away from my creating. No, and, like, my me. creating is where <laughs> my true self comes out, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And for me, like, I actually love selling. And I think eventually in my life, I'll... I'll become mm-hmm. like a, yep. like I'll teach people kind of about selling, I guess. But, um, cause I love it and I don't care if people think it's like fake. It's not like everyone has to sell something to make money. So I love the, the pitching people on Twitter. I just started well, last week. I think being people, part of and I love like it. selling, so part of selling is being passionate about what you're selling. Right. And I think that's why it's like. Yes, I'm finally giving myself the chance to focus on my artwork because I feel like for the last couple of years, it's always just been something on the side, right? Like if you think, go back to three years ago when I had the business, Mm -hmm. I was still working full time somewhere else. I was still doing so much else that I wasn't really able to put a nice full self into it, right? It was doing it more to make money, not for me. And like yeah. I found as I'm continuing to really grow into that artist and to see myself as an equal to people, um, it's really just changing, right? It, it evolves every single year. Every time I sit down, I create like yes. something I'm so blown away with. Like today I'm making myself a hair clip and I'm using my, I found an eagle feather. So I'm going to use my eagle feather, <gasps> a monarch wing, a swallowtail wing, maybe another butterfly wing and another wow but I finally found hair clips to do it. So I'm so excited and I have to make my hair clip and I'll send you a picture of it. No, no, I'm not selling this one. You're this one is for me, but oh I'm gosh. also going to make some more. It's for you. It's I'm going to make okay. some other ones. Okay, I can't sell I'm my like... eagle feather one. That one is yeah, for okay, me, but I'll, I have like a ton of no. feathers. So I'm going to make some with crow feathers <laughs> and blue jay feathers, but I want to mix the, the butterfly wing with the feathers. Cause I think that's really neat. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And you know, I was thinking about what you said about shipping your products and it is really difficult. So 
like is it's assembled right and it's not like the people can assemble so the only thing that wouldn't be able to ship would be the terrariums but other than that like my ornaments the hair clips the earrings um even like the garden stones I make I could still ship them too um so a lot of my stuff I could ship I just have to go through that process Mm -hmm. and I haven't got there yet (laughs) I'm working on I'm totally working on though shipping ornaments. No, I totally get it. That's my really for this time period for what's going on. That's my main focus is ornaments. So maybe if it's okay with you, see, okay. So anyone who's listening to this, who's an artist, I have one rule. It's like you have to send me the picture and you have to send me the price. But for you, Ali, I can make an exception. So. I probably have enough pictures of your Yeah, and like pretty much would that be okay with you? Yeah, Yay, like if see, if guys, you like cuz cuz I I can <laughs> I can get custom orders through there. Like that's You're not a problem. <laughs> um I'm I I want to offer custom ornaments and new for yes, this year is I've also bought a whole bunch of plastic ones because last year I did do a show at a like a kid's play place. And I noticed that they were kind of deferred because it was all glass. Cause if people have pets or they have children, like they, they kind of want a plastic one. So I have made plastic available this year and it's easier to ship. Um, nice. And then I'm just trying to work out the cool. shipping costs cause I'm not really sure how that works yet. Oh, I do that. So it's all done on the website and it is, it's amazing. Like it's that. So I'm yeah. One of my Lindsay started selling candles, sorry. and yeah. she was using a different Ro- platform. Lindsay Rose. Lindsay, yeah. So we were gonna call her Rose on the show, but yeah, her name's Lindsay. Yeah. So she, um, she was concerned about the shipping because she was using Squarespace, I think, and Squarespace didn't calculate the shipping for them. But Shopify is like so good at calculating the shipping. It's amazing. So, um, all like. It's so okay. simple. You just leave that part up to me. Um, but as far as like they can order pieces, them through the website, yeah, and like you can do that. Because like, I don't have an online ordering thing, and I would like yes, to have exactly. one. Um, so if you want to take the lead on that, we can talk a little bit about it more offline. And yeah. Well, no, I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say quickly right now, like because a lot of artists do custom pieces and. What do, you, what do you call those things? Uh, Consigned? No, what are they called? Custom. What do artists call it? Oh, they um, custom they've been. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, I know this. Um, I know this word. They've been something you know to make I'm a saying. custom piece. They've been. Uh, I know the word because yeah. I to- I've totally <sighs> I've totally been yeah. like it'll come to us. Maybe uh, we'll name the episode. I know that. this word. It's like on the tip of my tongue. And I can't think of it. Oh. I know. It's like when somebody asks you to make a custom piece, it's Um, like you've been something to make a custom piece. I commissioned. (laughs) Commission. Yeah, so we can do custom commission pieces. Um, It's actually going to be a big focus of the Hobby Lobby training post because because we want to collaborate with artists we have to be able to facilitate that so i won't get into the details but i will just say our website is going to specialize in that so yeah yay for us <laughs> and the website needs a lot that's of work the pros. you need to start street, somewhere so that's better, the whole better. point yeah 
Yep. And I'm totally open to feedback. So anyone listening to this that goes on HobbyLobbyTradingPost.com, just like I'm totally, totally open to feedback. I'm only one person. I only have two set, like two eyes, one set of eyes. So, you know, I, I need any help I can get. I'll take it. All right. Yeah, I think that's a good place for us to sign off today. <laughs> so uh, thanks, Allie. It's always a pleasure. And this is season one, episode one. I asked a girl on Twitter if we can use her picture to promo this. I don't think she replied to me. I might just use it anyway. <laughs> no, I can't. That would You're be funny. bad. I'll just use some of your photography. <sighs> Maybe a Christmas ornament. Actually, that would be a Alrighty. good Christmas ornament. That's what we'll do. Okay, girlfriend. We'll talk soon. My business partner. Have a great day. Love, peace, and all Bye. things abundantly. Okay. <laughs>